Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. In 10. I'm Jason Perry. And I'm Ritza Marley. And I'm delighted to have Ritza join us this week. Many of you will know, uh, usually Kimberly and I sit down and talk through the HR issues of the week. Kimberly, bless her, is not able to join us this week and Ritza has kindly stood in um, at the last moment. So thank you very much, Ritza. It's a pleasure. And there you go. We have some applause for you for stepping in. <laughs> thank you very much. Let's, let's start. We, we can't have a conversation about HR today without talking about Ritza and, uh, sorry, talking about Rishi. I'm getting names confused now. See what you've done to me? Um, talking about Rishi and his almost a budget yesterday. It, there's some quite interesting stuff in there, wasn't there? Absolutely. As always, from Mr. Sinak. Um, the, the employment allowance has caught my attention. I mean, this is something for many small employers. Um, and the lovely definition HMRC have, a small employer is somebody whose national insurance contributions are less than 100,000 a year, but they've raised again that NI free allowance to £5,000 a year. For many businesses, this is going to make quite a big difference, isn't it, Ritza? For many, yes. But, you know, let's face it, majority of, of our workforce and our businesses are the smaller ones. You know? Yes, uh, we all focus on the on the larger picture, but it's the small little things that matter. Yes, and they they make a whole. So yes, I yeah. would say definitely. And I, I think it's really good. We we talk a lot at the moment about the cost of living, and we might come on and talk about that in a, in a couple of minutes. But we talk a lot about that. We equally have to look after the employers because if if what we start doing is trying to look after all the individuals with their energy bills going up and so on. If the employers can't sustain it, there is no employment left. So it's it's nice to see those things happening. Um, the other big one that caught my attention was the NI threshold. Um, and I don't know if you've had a chance to crunch the numbers yet on this one. I've had quite a look. But we're lifting the threshold at which somebody pays NI from about 9,400 up to 12,500. So the tax allowance and the NI threshold are going to match. That's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? You would think so. Just be interesting to see how it pans, how it plans, pans out in the end. Yes. I'm, I'm pleased to see they haven't done it for um, 5th of April. Um, I just imagine all these employers frantically trying to adjust their payroll software. Um, but obviously, we've got all the changes that happen in April. But we've got this NI threshold. I think it's July it kicks in. So again, quite an interesting one. Very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. What I don't know how it's going to link is with the actual rise of an overall um, national insurance. Yeah. Well, the, where where does it where does where does the where does the balance out? Yes. Well, the the balance point. Um, me being a bit geeky, I sat here with a calculator and worked it out last night. But the balance is about I think it's forty one and a half thousand pounds salary. So anyone on a salary of lower than about forty one thousand is going to see additional money in their pocket um, from this change in threshold. Obviously, we've got the one and a quarter point increase in national insurance at the same time. So once you're over 12,500, your NI is going to go up, but it's not until your salary hits 41,500 that the additional monies you pay from the one and a quarter outweigh the money you've saved 
by the threshold moving, if I'm making sense. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for the clarification, because whatever the government announces, there's always something else to there, it. There is. But actually, this is quite well focused. If it's looking after those who are poorer, again, we're targeting it in, in, in a good way to help. It's probably not enough. We've got other things like, um, I think it's five pence off a litre um, for petrol at the pumps, which is you know, three pounds on a tank of fuel. The analysis. It buys I've... a cup of coffee. It buys a cup of coffee, doesn't it? Absolutely. And the analysis I've read is that takes us back by two weeks in what fuel prices were 14 days ago. So there's not really a lot in there. Um, but it's it's a little to help as we try and navigate these difficult times. But let's come back on the cost of living if we get a little bit of time in a minute. But. I, I can't help thinking again, today, this week, we can't talk about HR without talking about P&O. Yes. What, what's your kind of take on what's going on there at the moment? If I'm honest, news are news. There are two sides to every story. Yeah. I think the facts need to be looked at properly. Mm. Uh, without it all blowing in our faces. This happens regularly, let's face it. Mm. It doesn't happen at this scale. We've all heard of even smaller employers firing their people and, and dismissing them over text. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, this is hit the news because it's P&I. Yes. Is it right? Is it wrong? Yet to be determined mm. because one is claiming one, which yes. is we are in the right, the other's claiming the other. You know, is it right to dismiss 800 people in that fashion? No. Morally, yeah. you know, in every possible way, no. Yeah. Is it legal? It might be. It might be. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's interesting. There's a piece in The Times this morning. Um, Boris stood up at Prime Minister's Questions this week um, and effectively said it was illegal and there may be criminal prosecutions. Um and already there's been some backpedalling and suggesting he may have overstepped the mark. Because my understanding is most of the employment contracts were based in Jersey um, and therefore don't apply to British employment law in quite the same way that you and I are used to. Um, and the boats, boats, ships, ferries, whatever the right name for them, um, were registered all over the place. I mean, I think the one that was, or the ones that are going Dover to Calais, bizarrely are registered in Cyprus. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a whole, and I, and I think it's way more complex than we are led to believe to begin with. Mm. You know, on the, on the face of it, 800 people were dismissed via Zoom, um, just like that, with no notice. And yet there must be something else there. Um, and I think as we delve deeper and, and it becomes more obvious as to what's happening and, and all this complexity reveals itself, I think we'll find we'll find the truth. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. yeah. I mean, you, you've heard my favourite phrase over the years of employee engagement. Um, and I think anyone looking at this can see this was terrible employee engagement. I mean, the legals, you're absolutely right. We don't know where that fits yet. Um, but as a PR exercise, they've screwed up big time, haven't they? Well, they need to think about who's going to want to work for them now. Um, you know, and further on from that, what is the customer base yes. going to think? 
Yeah. Um, so it's you're right. PR, PR-wise, they've created themselves a complete and utter nightmare. Um, yeah. And probably unnecessarily so if they'd been a little bit more sensitive in the way they dealt with it. Mm. I, I can't help wondering, and I, I did say yesterday on our um, HR forum, there's a bit of me that wonders whether or not it was uh, that, oh, there's a war going on, taking up all the headline news. We could sneak this one out and it wouldn't get much press coverage at the moment. And I'm, I don't know if that's too cynical. I don't know. I might, I might, I might be inclined to agree, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's difficult to see anything positive in what they've done and how they've done it. I mean, the legals, again, we agree. We don't know where that one's going. But again, some of the detail that's coming out is suggesting they're now hiring foreign workers on £1.70, £1.80 an hour, which may be illegal, I say cautiously, because the contracts are in a maritime location, i.e. between countries and don't fall under any obvious one country's jurisdiction on employment law. It's a minefield, and I think they are treading very, very dangerous waters, if I'm honest. Um, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not doing anything that will help their case mm, and cause yeah. going forward in, from, from many different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. And you, you made the point a moment ago, I mean, you know, we can talk about the people on the ferries and their employment, but even outside of that, they need to employ people in head office location. They're going to have finance people. They're going to have marketing people. They're going to have IT people. Is this yep. now a desirable employer of choice? I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so at this point <laughs> in time. No. I think. I think there's quite a bit of damage being done there. But um, yeah, it's an interesting one to keep watching over the next few weeks. I think we get to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely want to. Definitely want to keep an eye on. Indeed. Ritza, this, thank you so much for standing in at the last moment on this, but this is HR in 10, and we've actually spoken for just over 10 minutes, so we're out of time. Um, thanks so much for stepping in. We're it's been not, a pleasure. We're not actually going to be here for the next couple of weeks, as I'm doing that very rare thing and taking a holiday. So we will be back in about three weeks' time. Um, thanks so much for watching for now, and we will see you in a few weeks. Bye. Bye-bye.